nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Town Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, Miss L. Don't Tread America. Don Ho Ho Q. Let's rock. Yeah. All right, guys. Here we are. Today is Wednesday, December 20th, 2023, five days before Christmas, and all through the house, nothing was stirring except for the D-Tom show. All right, guys, <laughs> uh, I have a statement to make. I have come to the conclusion that we no longer live in a democracy or a republic, or anything else that you want to that you want to call it. This is no longer a constitutional republic, and democracy has gone to die. I'll explain why here in just a minute. A couple things, real quick, guys. Hey, hey, guys. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, would you please do me a favor? Please, will you will you please make sure you're following the show? Number one, I'm sure you are, but just as equally as important make sure you're sharing this with your friends people that need to hear this stuff and um and just do it no (laughs) also guys a couple of things if you're on twitter if you're on the twitter x machine um you know we are dtom underscore 1775 i am pcgc underscore 1775 and what i need y'all to do is follow if you're on twitter follow the show okay don't tread on America. It's D Tom underscore seventeen seventy five, and the reason I need you to do that is this: I need you to share this show on Twitter, and I need you to tag any of the other podcasts that you listen to. If you listen to Tinfoil Hat, tag Sam and Johnny. If you listen to Mike Macroaggressions, tag Charlie Robinson, Mel K, Monica Perez. Poso, Bongino. I know some of these names are real big and they don't have time for me, but I am getting some some kind of leeway 
we, now me and Charlie, you know, not that we're best buddies or anything, but you know, we we converse somewhat. He uh, he shares my stuff, and that helps. Um, so the more that you guys share this, the more the name gets out there. The more I can maybe get onto some of these other shows to keep spreading the name. I'm really trying to work my way into some sort of situation. Maybe maybe sneak onto the union of the unwanted. I feel like right now I'm the I'm the I'm the part of the union of the unheard. So. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, just y'all's help, you know, the, the, the loyal guy, people that listen to this on a regular basis, guys, if you're on social media, please share this, follow the show, number one, and make sure you're sharing this, retweeting it out, you know, whatever, tagging, you know, podcasts, maybe that I don't listen to that I've never heard of. I don't know. I mean, there's millions of podcasts and, um, we can all be, we can all be in this together. You know, there's no, there's no reason for one podcast to say, oh, I can't deal with him because he's small potatoes. Okay, fine. And I've had that interaction. Cool. You do you. But in all honesty, if, if you're podcasting, no matter how big or small you are, if you truly believe the things that you say, and I've heard some of you guys say it, where the more voices we have, the better off we are, then... You should, we should be able to help one another express our platforms. And that goes for me. I'm not saying I'm nowhere near any of these other guys, but my show does decent. So if you're listening to this and you are starting a podcast and you're small potatoes, and you know, we've been there. I started the show three years ago, small potatoes. Um, and you want to join in on the fun, reach out to me through social media. You know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, True Social. And the Ticker Talker, which is mainly for drinks, but nonetheless, at Don't Tread on America, you can hit me up on any of those situations. Also, the website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com, and like I said, the Twitter X machine. Hit me up. If, you know, we can, we can collab, we can do stuff together. The more we get together, the more we help each other. Because, like I said, if you have a podcast, maybe... I have people that's never heard of your podcast, or maybe you have a podcast that's never heard of people that's never heard of me, and that's fine. So if we can come together and create a bigger union, the more more we get out there, the better off everything is, okay? Also, guys, while you're on that podcast app, if you're on um, Spotify or Apple, if you could please leave a rating, a review, I read them on the air, so please do that for me. And uh, let's not forget about the Detom store, guys. So I, I bought something. I, I'm the best customer I have. But anyway, I wanted to get a hoodie because, you know, I am contemplating closing the store uh, next year, mainly because it costs money to operate. And if no one's buying anything, what's the point? So I wanted to buy a hoodie. And um, so what's today? Today is Wednesday. I did this on Sunday. Bought a hoodie. It's already being shipped. So, there are some of the items you can get. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. You can get this stuff within a week. I'm not just saying that. And I, oh, the prices. I looked at the price. Okay. Everything's expensive. I understand that. But if you're going to buy a sweatshirt anyway, why wouldn't you buy it from me? Okay. This stuff ships. I'm not buying it from China and sending it over here. I literally tested this out. I'm going to get a hoodie because if I do close this down, I will at least have some of my, some of my own merchandise because I'm still going to keep on doing the show. And then maybe I could start the 
if things ramp up, I can start to shop up, you know, at another time. But nonetheless, ordered it on Sunday. The thing's already being shipped, so it'll be here before the end of the week. I mean, it's coming from uh, Texas. So, I mean, come on. Come on. Right? Anyway, so check that out. Free shipping in the United States. If you're outside the United States, use promo code DTOM. You get 10% off. All righty. On to the business. I don't know how long I'm going to go because I'm not feeling that well. Um, I just have a few things I want to talk about, so we probably won't be here very long, so just stick with me. There we go. So, like I said at the beginning of the show, I come to the conclusion that democracy is dead in this country. We no longer live in a constitutional republic. It's dead. Okay? And this, and this to me, with what's going on right now in Colorado, to me, is the beginning, What I shouldn't say it is, but it could be the beginning of the end of a lot of things. And what do I mean by that? Okay, so you probably have heard that the Colorado Supreme Court has ruled to disqualify Donald Trump from the ballot. Okay, so I'm going to read four takeaways from that decision. So Tuesday will go down as a momentous date in American political history with the Colorado Supreme Court ruling that the former Excuse me, I got some serious gas, I tell you what. Not that you need to know that, but it's true. So I'll probably be burping a lot. Anyway, ruling that former president engaged in insurrection and is therefore disqualified from the presidency. The decision, the first of its kind involving Donald Trump, would keep him off the 2024 primary ballot uh, in the state over his role in the January 6, 2021 insurrection. A state district court previously ruled that Trump had engaged in insurrection, but that the relevant section of the 14th Amendment did not apply to presidents. The state Supreme Court upheld the former finding and reversed the latter in a 4-3 decision. It delayed its ruling until January 4th. Now, here's where it gets important, and I'll, and I'll explain, or I'll give you my theory why. So, January 4th. Just before the deadline for Colorado Secretary of State to certify the primary ballot to allow the U.S. Supreme Court to review the issue if it chooses to Trump's campaign quickly signal it would appeal. So, the four takeaways. The historical and political impact may exceed the direct impact. The decision is at once explosive and likely to have a direct impact on the 2024 election. Colorado has trended blue in recent decades and is not considered a competitive state in presidential elections, having given Biden a 13.5-point victory in 2020 and made it the 14th bluest state, the kind of state that if Trump ever won, would most likely secure more than enough electoral votes to be elected. Nor is Colorado's primary particularly important. Its contest is slated for March 5th, Super Tuesday, alongside with a dozen other states, and Trump is a huge favor for the GOP nomination and very likely won't need Colorado. It also bears noting that the victory for those seeking to disqualify Trump could prove fleeting. The U.S. Supreme Court may reverse the ruling, but Colorado ruling also states that Trump is to remain um, on the ballot after January 4th if someone merely seeks review at the Supreme Court until the Supreme Court issues an order if a decision isn't prompt enough to change the ballot, Trump, Trump, Trump could stay on by default. So, for one thing, 
it's very historical. For another, it's conceivable that Colorado becoming the first state to disqualify Trump can embolden other judges and states to go down a similar road. In a way that counts, what's more, the ruling could allow Trump to rally supporters behind a sense of persecution that has already been proven potent in the GOP primaries. Even some Trump critics were quick to criticize the decision. I don't believe Donald Trump should be prevented from being president of the United States by any court, said former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, one of Trump's primary opponents, who has attacked him over J6. I think he should be prevented from being president of the United States by the voters of this country, and I don't believe it's good for the country if he's precluded from any ballot by a court. A Monmouth um, University poll last year found that 7 in 10 Republicans said it was not even appropriate to label J6 an insurrection, which gives you a flavor of how this might play on the right. Whether the decision could be replicated remains to be seen. All seven justices on the Supreme Court, Colorado Supreme Court, were appointed by Democratic governors. That means three Democratic appointees disagreed with the court's decision. Um, Republicans were also much quicker to attack decision than Democrats to hail it, suggesting that there is unease on the left with the method of defeating Trump. Number two, the court disagreed with the judge who ruled presidents were different. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment bars any office, civil or military, under the United States, anyone who takes an oath as an officer of the United States to support the Constitution of the United States shall have who how blah, blah 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 who shall have engaged in insurrectional rebellion against the same Denver District Judge Sarah Wallace previously decided that the timeline of Trump's action in the history of promoting political violence and finding that Trump acted with the specific intent to incite political violence and directed it at the Capitol with the purpose of disrupting electoral certification but she also ruled that Section 3 wasn't meant to pertain to presidents. The state Supreme Court stated that she erred on the latter count and uh, took issue with Wallace's rationale that earlier drafts of the 14th Amendment, Amendment explicitly mentioned the presidency had an idea and it was specifically excluded. The court cited a drafter of the amendment, then Rep. Representative Samuel McKee of Kentucky, who at the point described the aim as bearing, barring traitors from all political power in the nation. While nothing in Representative McKee's speeches mentions why his express references to the president was removed, the court ruled that pub his public pronouncements leave no doubt that this subsequent draft proposal still sought to ensure the rebels that rebels had no access to political power. So a number three, a Trump traffic jam is converging on the Supreme Court. The decision set up the U.S. Supreme Court to make yet another ruling relating to Trump and J6, potentially a third to a crowded docket in coming weeks and months. Already in the last week or so, Special Counsel Jack Smith asked Supreme Court to fast track a decision to claim whether Trump uh, claims to Trump's uh, presidential immunity from his electoral subversion indictment. Uh, then the Supreme Court signal it would review the use of the popular charge against hundreds of J6 defenders, including Trump, obstruction of any official proceeding. Some judges have rejected or express, express skeptic, God damn it, I can't say the word, you know, about the charges applicable. The Supreme Court hasn't signaled 
applicability, applicability. There you go. Uh, skepticism, skepticism. There you go. Got them both. The Supreme Court hasn't signaled whether it will review the Colorado Supreme Court decision, but regardless, its handling of the matter will constitute a major decision. If the court somehow declines to review the case, it will effectively allow Trump to be excluded from the ballot. If it takes up the case, the decision about his eligibility would be <clears throat> up to conservative-leaning court containing three members nominated. Not nominated, nominated. You know, when I try to read fast, I, I just can't read by Trump himself. Such a decision would uh, also prove significant for many other efforts to disqualify Trump. Blah, blah, blah. Um, number four, a long-running 14th Amendment effort reaches a milestone. Decision, the decision is to, is the, God damn it, is the culmination of a long-running effort to disqualify not just Trump, but other Republicans over J6. Efforts to dis disqualify members of Congress, including Rep. Mar uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and now former Congressman Madison Cawthorn, Cawthorn failed in part because it was harder to directly uh, attach them to the efforts of J6. But last year, effort noted uh, what, what appeared to be the first disqualification under 14 members of the Civil War. New Mexico judge uh, kicked Otero County Commissioner Coy Griffin out of office. Griffin was a convicted misdemeanor trespassing, convicted of trespassing on J6. And that's the thing. Now that I've read all that, I'm thirsty. But here's the thing. Everyone, every random person that's been arrested and convicted because of January 6th, none of those people were arrested and or convicted of an insurrection. They were all arrested and or convicted of of misdemeanor tra uh, trespassing or if some of them actually destroyed property windows whatever the case may be that destruction of property not one of them has been arrested or convicted the ones that have been convicted of insurrection now trump was they attempted to impeach him over it he was not impeached. So in a somewhat sort of way, he was tried on impeachment, or I'm sorry, on uh, insurrection by the Congress and the Senate, and it failed. Um, he has not been arrested for that. Everything that's going on in his legal battles have has nothing to do with J6. It's all other bullshit, whether it's... Uh, falsifying financial documents or whatever the case may be. But it's just a bunch of bullshit to either obviously drag his name through the mud and or break him financially and maybe mentally. You know, I've said this before at 70, what is he, 76, however old he is, you know, obviously he's got the money to spend. He's not, the, he's the youngest person in the world, so you know, whatever, but at 76 or whatever years old and he's a billionaire, like why, why, why would you put yourself through the bullshit? That's my personal opinion. I don't need to do it. I feel that most people that run for public office are doing it for the money, not the paycheck of said office, but the fringe benefits, so to speak. So you know, he doesn't need the money. He's not doing it because of that. 
I mean, I don't know why he would want to be president, first of all, and I've been saying that forever, even before he actually ran for president, when people wanted him to be president 10, 20 years ago. But whatever. Here's the thing. If, and and we're always talking about the important date. So January 4th, January 5th is when the Secretary of State in Colorado submits whatever for the ballots and they have to be printed off and so on and so forth. Isn't it significant dates? Now, the things that could occur from this, now, obviously, Colorado is one state. It's not a major state. It's not like it's Florida or Texas or California or something like that where it really counts. Um, and not for nothing, people can write in his name if they so chose. Um, I just think it's a bad precedent. I think if you wanna if you wanna convict him in the court of public opinion by talking all this shit about him and saying he is and was an insurrectionist and all this, even though it's nothing proven and he hasn't been proven guilty of those things, you can say it, I guess, all day long. And you're going to get people to believe you. Because go on Twitter, you see people say, yeah, that's true, he shouldn't be because of insurrection. He said what he said and the people did what they did. Even though one had nothing to do with the other and he never actually said, let's go burn this motherfucker down. Or whatever, you know, he never said that. But um, it sets a bad precedent because what if this stays like this? And then what if all the other blue states do the same thing? And what if it's a situation where he's gaining a lot of momentum with Democratic voters? Like you have people that are diehard Democrats. They don't give a fuck who's running for president. If they got Democrat next to their name, they're voting for them. But you have the fringe Democratic voters, just like you have fringe Republican voters, that probably, you probably have a a chunk of a percentage of Republican voters, which I call fringe Republican voters, who probably voted for Biden because you had a lot of people, even on the Republican side, that said when Trump was running for his second term, he does he doesn't act presidential enough. I don't like the the language. I don't like the way he does, you know, way he says things he says, you know, and I'm like, screw that shit. Actions speak louder than words. But whatever. You have that on both sides. Now, the the fringe Republicans or independents that voted for Biden because they were tired of Trump's antics or going through all the bullshit of whatever he was going through, voted for Biden are probably thinking, damn. At least under Trump, paychecks were good, gas was low, inflation was low, so on and so forth, right? So they're kicking themselves in the ass, and now they're probably thinking, we're going to go ahead and go with Trump this next go-around. Um, and, I, and you know, you can hate Trump, you can love Trump, you can want DeSantis, you can want Haley, you know, whatever. Here's the thing. The way I see it is DeSantis has a proven track record as a governor, and he's done a fine job in this state. Uh, Nikki Haley, I don't know a whole lot about as far as when she was governor of South Carolina. I know more about her as UN uh, ambassador and the things that she's done and said. She's more of a warmonger. I don't I don't trust her as far as I can see her. Vivek is an interesting person. I don't see him ever being president. If Trump w- were to win, I see him being a part of his presidency in some manner 
I don't know that he'll be vice president. Uh, I think Tucker made an interesting point the other day where he had said, and he's friends with Trump, that if Trump were to pick Nikki Haley, he could not endorse Trump. I don't see that happening. I can't imagine him picking her. I think he goes with like a Carrie Lake. If he's going to pick a female, I would see him going with a Carrie Lake. It, you know, if, if he has to have, if, if his goal is to have a female, Carrie Lake, Christy Nome, someone along those lines. Um, I don't know that that will be an, uh, a, a situation. Maybe he doesn't give a shit if it's a woman or a guy or a white person. Black, you know, I've heard uh, Ben Carson's name thrown around. Okay. You know, but nonetheless, if, if this happens and it keeps rolling, if then, you know, other smaller, um, blue States, Minnesota, you know, whoever, whatever could do the same thing. You're going to piss a lot of people off. And I'm not just talking about your diehard MAGA, whatever. You're going to piss off people that are kind of wavering that may, like I said, maybe voted for uh, Biden last time and know they fucked up. Now they want to vote for Trump. You're going to piss a lot of people off. So what is that going to cause? And if he gets kicked off of enough ballots between now and November, what do you think that's going to do to this country? What do you think the people, you think the fact that there's a chunk of this country that feels like Biden or whoever cheated to have Biden win. I don't think Biden had anything to do with it personally. I don't think he had anything to do with it. Not saying he wasn't a part of it, but I don't think he was the mastermind. Obviously he could barely mastermind to get his underwear up his ass probably. But if, if you had a chunk of this country lose their shit over what they perceive to be a stolen election. What do you think will happen when this one is stolen also? And it doesn't matter even if like DeSantis were to win or Haley or who, you know, whoever. I don't think it matters because you have 50 something percent of this country that wants Trump to be president. Period. So if you knowingly take him off of ballots across this country, if you thought people lost their mind because of some bullshit January 6th stuff, what do you think it's going to be like this time, this go around? And I'm not saying we need to take it to the streets and we need to go to war over this, but I'm telling you, you guys are doing this to your fucking self. But if, if you truly want to beat Trump, beat him. Get you a worthwhile candidate because you know Biden ain't worth shit. I'm not saying that anyone else is any better, but... You know, maybe a Gavin Newsom, not that I want him, is going to give you a better option on your side of the ball, of the field. Excuse me. But by keeping your political opponent off of the ballots, by prosecuting your political opponent for bullshit things, like the thing in, in, uh, was it, New York? Letitia Jane, whatever is that New York, I guess, where where they're going after him because of the um, falsifying um, net worth, essentially, to get loans, which all, by the way, were paid back. And I would say the majority of this country falsifies their their income to get a better credit uh, card. Like, oh, if you're applying for a credit card, what's your what's your income? You you might make fifty. You might say I make sixty five, just to maybe get a better credit limit. 
we all do it. Um, and the ultimate thing is all the loans were paid back. So it's not like he lied to deceive and then didn't pay back the loans and faulted on them. So, but whatever you, you're going after this guy for any little fucking thing you can find. You, you don't look, it doesn't put a good light on you. It's like, I know I can't beat this guy fair and square. So we're going to throw everything at him in the court of public opinion just to make sure if we can get 10% of this person of this state and so on and so forth that just totally hate him, maybe that's just going to be enough to get Biden back in there. God help us. But but if, if you don't believe me, I mean, you can listen to Biden's own word. Here's a reporter asks a question, and this, this was before the, the Colorado thing, but it was just recently when this was said the former president will not return, that his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not oh, yeah? once again take power in the United <laughs> States. Well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if, we, uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president. The former president. So, I mean... They're gonna. He's. They're looking for every nook and cranny in the Constitution to find a way to make sure this guy doesn't run. I like how he says, "If he runs, well, he's already running." And this wasn't that old. This wasn't like it was three years ago. This was within the last couple of weeks that this was that this was said. That's how fucking stupid he is. But nonetheless, they're going to do everything they possibly can. The fact of the matter was, Trump was never convicted of insurrection. If you're gonna use the 14th Amendment, Section 3, that states what I read earlier, fine, use it. But it also says convicted of insurrection or rebellion against the United States of America. He was not convicted of either of those situations, nor was anyone else that was involved in January 6th that was arrested and or tried. It wasn't none of them, none of the people, like I said, none of the people that have been convicted, arrested was for insurrection. It was for trespassing. It was for property damage. It was for those things. And Trump hasn't been arrested on anything, nor has he been convicted of anything. So you're not helping your case when all you're doing is spouting a an amendment and you have idiots that don't. That, oh, yeah, he was just, uh, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be on there. 14th Amendment, Section 3. Okay, fine. He wasn't convicted of that, so that is null and void. And surely it's going to get thrown out. The Supreme Court of the United States is going to overturn it, and it's going to be all for nothing. But it's, a, but it's enough bullshit that January 4th is, what, two weeks away? So, and you have holidays in the middle of all that? So it's a short time frame. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Now, part of this initiative was supported by CREW, C-R-E-W, which is the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Now, you may be surprised or you probably won't be surprised to find out who funds CREW or helps fund, not, not that this person is solely responsible, but he throws a large chunk of money at him yeah that's right george soros who if you're not aware is a tremendously huge democratic donor and douchebag but 
Like I saw people on Twitter talking about, oh, this is foreign and election interference, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. He's from Hungary or where the fuck he's from. But I don't know how well that will stick for the fact of the matter that this dude's involved in all sorts of elections across this country from DAs to city clerks to governors and so on and so forth. But um, you can see that all of this is being funded by Democratic donors, by Democratic think tanks, by it, it has nothing to do with what's right and what's wrong. It doesn't. Because if Trump really was had caused an insurrection, he would have already been convicted of it because it's been three and a half years or almost, yeah, almost three years, I should say, since the situation. And he hasn't been other than in the court of public opinion. So there's that. And last but not least here, like I said, not a whole lot going on in the news. And I, like I said, I haven't really felt good today, so it was hard for me to focus and dig. But uh, yesterday, judge orders release of over 150 names of people mentioned in Jeffrey Epstein's lawsuit documents. So we will see a lot of people's names, uh, including sex abuse victims, litigation witnesses, Epstein's employees. Um, They do have time to um, file an appeal to still block it. Um, But... I think it's interesting that, you know, you have you have people of power that know the list. They know who's on the list. They've seen the list. Okay, you have congressmen, senators. You, you know, we talked about this a week or so ago with Dick Durbin. But someone had said, I can't, I can't find the judge's name off the top of my head. I'm sure it's on here. But like I said, I'm kind of tired. But um, Preska. Is that her last name? But anyway, she, um, female. So obviously, <laughs> I don't know who this lady is, who this judge is, who appointed her. It doesn't matter. I would say that she probably needs to watch her back. Just, I'm not threatening her because I, I think these names should have been released. But I'm saying that, um, her last name must be Prescott. That's the only thing I can see. But it said, concluding that some portion of the record should remain confidential, including identify, identifying people who were children and actually sexable. And I get that. Yeah, we, we shouldn't release the names of victims because they're victims. Now, we should release the names of the people that were victimizers. Yes. And I don't give a fuck who they are. If they're ex-presidents, Congress, senators, movie stars, TV. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. I... I don't care if Donald Trump's name's on that fucking list. If he was a witting and knowing participant in this, then his name needs to be released too. Okay? This has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. And I'm going to venture a guess that there's a large chunk of that 150 people's names that probably are Republicans. And I guarantee you there's a larger number that's probably Democrats or Democratic donors. And it doesn't matter whether they're Republican or Democrat. It matters who's on this list, what they did, and who they did it with. I'm tired of the bullshit because I can guarantee you one thing's for sure. If my name was on that list, if your name was on that list, even if your name or my name wasn't on this list, if you were caught doing some of the bullshit that, that these people 
were involved with and you're just Bob Johnson here trying to diddle a little 15-year-old girl, where do you think your ass would be? Right? But because these people are powerful and have money, they should get they should get the skate on this? Bullshit. Fuck them. Fuck them all. And like I said, I don't care who's on that list. Release every single one of them names except for the victims. I have no problem with not knowing who got victimized. I just want the victimizers. And I think you guys should all agree with me on that because it's important. If we have to ruin 150 people's lives or so, then so be it. I don't care. Because those 150 plus people ruined a lot of people's lives. Just imagine if that was your daughter. What would you want? You would want revenge? Why do you think Epstein was killed? It's amazing that Maxwell hasn't been. So, that's supposed to be happening in the next couple of weeks. I guess stay tuned. We'll see what happens. But, anyway. That's it, guys. That's all I got for you today. Like I said, I need to kind of chill out. I gotta get ready for bed. And I gotta try and get my situation fixed here because I'm not feeling well. So, with that being said, guys, please make sure to follow us on social media. Don't Tread on America at Facebook, Instagram, uh, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. Right now on TikTok, I'm doing my 12 drinks of Christmas. Today was drink number nine. So, check it out. Follow me there. And on the Twitter X machine at DTom underscore 1775. And like I said earlier, please follow us on any of those that you're on. Follow us and make sure you're sharing the content that I put on there especially when it comes to shows. Um, and like I said, if you would share this and tag your other favorite podcast in it, that just helps us out. And uh, also you can uh, check us out at don'ttreadonamerica.com. And like I said, if you have a podcast yourself and you want to reach out to me, no matter how big or small you are, you can find me at any of those situations. You can reach out to me and I'll get the messages directly. So... Other than that, guys, please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, make sure you're sharing this with your friends. And like I said earlier, if you are on Spotify or Apple, please leave us a rating and a review, and I will read them post-haste. And uh, other than that, guys, you have a great day. I might be back Friday if, if, if I can find something worthwhile to talk about. If not, I'll definitely be back on Sunday. Other than that, guys, you have a great day, and I'll talk to you again later. See ya.